This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Rwanda National Neonatal Protocol Cardiology by Dr. Emmanuel Rusengiza. Introduction. Hello, my name is Emmanuel Rusingiza. I am a pediatric cardiologist at Kigali University Teaching Hospital called also Sehashuke. Today, I'm going to talk on a chapter on cardiovascular diseases in newborn. Overview. By the end of this chapter, participants should be able to identify two presenting symptoms of patent dictus arteriosus, identify methods for non-pharmacological support of an infant with PDA, identify methods for pharmacological treatment of an infant with a PDA. Understanding patent dictus arteriosus. Patent dictus arteriosus, or PDA, is the major cardiovascular risk for newborns. PDA is postnatal persistence of the normal fetal vessel that joins the pulmonary artery to the aorta. The ductus arteriosus is a blurred vessel that shunts blood away from the infant's lungs to the systemic circulation. After the infant is born and the lungs fill with air, it's no longer needed and it usually closes in the first several days after birth. If the ductus arteriosus does not close after birth, it results in abnormal blood flow between the aorta and pulmonary artery, two major blood vessels that carry blood from the heart. PDA is most common in premature patients. There is also an increased risk for PDA in settings of hypoxia. PDA can also occur as a congenital defect in newborns of any gestational age. In these cases, PDA is often associated with the more complex congenital heart disease. In preterm infants, blood is typically shunted through the PDA from left to right. This increases blood flow to the lungs, resulting in tachypnea, crackles, and respiratory distress due to pulmonary overcirculation. Consequently, blood flow to the body decreases and the patient's systemic blood pressure decreases. Some signs and symptoms of PDA can be identified by physical exam. Flow through the ductus creates a systolic or continuous murmur at the left sternoboda. The pulmonary overcirculation manifests as tachypnea, increased work of breathing, and pulmonary hemorrhage. The systemic hypotension with diastolic runoff through the ductus can be identified by wide 
pulse pressure, bounding pulses, and palmar pulses, often accompanied by a hyperactive precardium. To confirm a diagnosis of PDA, a chest X-ray or echocardiography can be obtained if available. Look for pulmonary edema or cardiomegaly on the chest X-ray. There are two types of PDA management, non-pharmacological and pharmacological. Non-pharmacological management involves supporting increased respiratory needs and restricting fluid to about 80% of maintenance fluids. If there is evidence of significantly decreased perfusion, for example, decreased urine output or low blood pressure, hold enteral feeds due to decreased intestinal perfusion and risk of necrotizing enterocolitis. Necrotizing enterocolitis is caused by decreased blood flow to the intestines, which leads to localized necrosis, bacterial entry into the bloodstream, and subsequent sepsis. Pharmacological management of PDA involves giving a medication that is directed at closing the PDA. This is typically given to infants who have a PDA in the setting of prematurity. One pharmacological option is enteral ibuprofen. The first dose should be 10 mg per kg, followed by a dose of 5 mg per kg 24 hours later, then another 5 mg per kg dose 24 hours after the second for a total of three doses. If the ductus remains open, the course can be repeated once. Of note, this approach is less likely to be effective in babies older than one month. There is a real risk of intestinal perforation associated with ibuprofen treatment. Ibuprofen is contraindicated in setting of marked thrombocytopenia, less than 50,000, bleeding disorders, impaired renal function, and hyperbilirubinemia approaching exchange transfusion levels. Pharmacological management of PDA that is part of a broader congenital heart defect is different from the treatment of PDA in the setting of prematurity. When managing PDA as a congenital defect, consider the risks and benefits of diuretics, specifically furosemide at a dose of 1 mg per kilogram per day, IV or enteral. If medical treatment is contraindicated or has failed, the PDA may need to be ligated surgically. Case studies. To review the content from this chapter, we will look at the case of a newborn named Jean-Claude. He is five days old, 29 weeks of gestation age. He had been steadily weaning in nasal cannula oxygen. Today, his oxygen saturation has fallen from 95% to 87%. He is also tachypneic and has retractions 
and mild nasal flaring. In addition to the potential pulmonary cause of his respiratory decompensation, what cardiac condition should you consider? These symptoms suggest that Jean-Claude has PDA. His respiratory symptoms are due to left to right shunting with pulmonary overcirculation, causing tachypnea, increased work of breathing, and hypoxia. What else would you look for during a physical exam to support this cardiac diagnosis? On cardiac exam, he may also have a systolic or continuous murmur at the upper left sternoboda due to the turbulent blood flowing through the PDA. He could also have hyperactive precardium, bounding peripheral pulses, and palpable pulbar pulses. You complete your exam and decide that Jean-Claude has likely a PDA. What are some non-pharmacological treatments you could try first to support him hoping his doctor's clauses on its own. Support his increased respiratory needs with nasal cannula oxygen or CPAP if available. Restrict fluids to around 80% of maintenance fluids. If you see evidence of significantly decreased systemic perfusion, such as decreased urine output or low blood pressure, Hold enterofeeds due to the decreased intestinal perfusion. After three days of non-pharmacological support, his doctor does not seem to have closed by physical exam and his respiratory condition is worsening. What pharmacological treatment can you offer? Since Jean-Claude is a preterm newborn of less than 14 days of age, attempt to close the PDA with enteroibuprofen. Provide a fast dose of 10 mg per kg, then 5 mg per kg doses every 24 hours times 2 doses. This course of 3 doses may be repeated once. When giving ibuprofen, what are the contraindications and risks? Contraindications include thrombocytopenia, less than 50,000, bleeding disorders, impaired renal function, and hyperbilirubinemia approaching exchange transfusion levels. Rare intestinal perforation is one risk of this treatment. Summary You have now completed this chapter and you should be able to identify two presenting symptoms of pattern ductus arteriosus, identify methods for non-pharmacological support of an infant with patent ductus arteriosus, identify methods for pharmacological treatment of an infant with PDA. Keep in mind the following key points from this cardiovascular chapter. Patent ductus arteriosus is postnatal persistence of the normal fetal vessel that joins the pulmonary artery to the aorta. PDA is most common in premature infants. It can be diagnosed using the physical exam and by looking for signs of pulmonary overcirculation and systemic hypertension. PDA can be managed with both pharmacological and non-pharmacological treatments. 
Pharmacological management of PDA differs from premature infants and infants with congenital cardiac defects. This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org.